0: Hello, everyone. I'm back. Back in the New York... smooth? (laughs) Um, It's been a really long time since the last It's That episode. Uh, This is a special one-off, but there's a reason I never definitively said that this podcast is over. Why? Uh, Because it's not, hopefully. I don't know. Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. I'm too reluctant to put it to bed and um, shoot it in the brain like uh, one would do to their dog, their beloved dog when it's sick, Um, because I like doing this podcast, and hopefully it'll come back in some form at some time. But for now, this is a one-off episode with Seth Reese. We keep on going with our tradition of of, uh, watching Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip, and I hope you enjoy it. And thank you also to everybody who's uh, tweeted at me and sent messages about the podcast over the last 10 or so months since the last episode. I really appreciate it. And, um, thanks for keeping the show alive and for listening uh, to the back catalog. Um, also I should probably mention as a little plug, um, the TV show that I act in, uh, on adult swim is coming back. Your pretty face is going to hell. Season two starts Sunday, July 12th at 1215 am so right after midnight after the final season of um aqua teen hunger force there are 12 new episodes over the next couple months your pretty face is going to hell and so watch the premiere july twelfth, 12 15 watch all the episodes the following weeks and you can get season one on dvd um on july 14th you can pre-order it now you know wherever you get dvds and You can see two hours of deleted scenes. You can see my audition. You can see Henry Zabrowski's audition. I've heard he shows everything. Um, And Matt Cervito, you can see him uh, progressively getting drunker over the course of the season. Um, So, yeah, thank you so much for listening. Uh, Check out this episode. Uh, We eat pizza and I ate, I think, way too many slices while we were watching Studio 60. So if I'm sluggish afterwards... That's a lesson. I haven't done a podcast in a while, so um, I got sluggish after four after four slices. Um, all right, um, I don't know what to, else to say except for let's start the theme song. It's that episode. Not that episode. Not that episode. It's that episode.
1: It's that episode with Craig Rowan.
0: Here we go, fellas! You've been waiting your whole life for this. One, two. Three. Welcome to It's That Episode, the podcast where I, Craig Rowan, invite a guest over to my apartment. We watch any TV show they want. We watch it, we talk about it, and we talk about a bunch of other crap. Today, I am very excited to introduce my guest. He's one of the writers on Late Night with Seth Myers. Please welcome Seth Rees.
2: I am so happy to be here. I'm so happy you asked me to do this. Oh, shut up. I'm so happy that you contacted me to do this, and it is an honor. An honor to, wow. to bring you out of retirement. The fact that you wanted to come out of <laughs> retirement and do your first show coming back and you wanted me to do it. That is so nice of you and I, it's, it's an honor and a privilege. Wow, and the first
0: person I thought of when I thought today is the day that I want to get back in the studio, that is my living room, I thought, Seth. This is like Michael Jordan coming out of retirement. And grabbing Horace Grant and <laughs> saying, let's get one more ring. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's right. I'm Ho Grant. I got my Rex Becks on and I'm ready to play.
0: And you yeah and you're T V and and you're um in that one shot of NBA jam where he goes toward the camera. Do you remember that part? Like I during halftime? Of course I do. Great. So that's the podcast. All right. Bye. So here so obviously if you're a past listener of the show, this show hasn't I haven't made and I'll probably explain it earlier before we get on the mics, but we haven't I haven't done this podcast in ten or so months, right? And people have been, and you've been getting. I have been getting tweets. I have been getting tweets. You I, have been getting. I've been getting some tweets. You were in mail and mail, and uh, <laughs> it's snail mail. And I appreciate that because I go into the post office. And they just you say go your,
2: you go to your you go to your PO box in the YMCA, yeah. and you get
0: <laughs> and, and an old man who's completely naked in the locker room.
2: Hello, here's your mail.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's how it happens. But I pre- I do appreciate that people have tweeted at me. But I had no interest in bringing this back right right now. Be- I, I I never
2: because you weren't artistically feeling it.
0: Right because no, yeah, <laughs> yeah because because this is my art and I am yeah. still um in the larvae and I haven't busted out of my capoon capoon um, <laughs> my capoon.
2: You know, you are such a professional <laughs> yeah. that you would never want to do this podcast unless you could do it at the peak right. of your form and now you realize maybe I can do this again. All maybe right, so, I have the strength to do this again.
0: So for somebody who hasn't actually heard <laughs> just just in case, I haven't done this in a while. I believe we just looked it up. The last time I ha- had Seth on the podcast was almost a, almost a year, exactly a year ago. It was, it was June first, two thousand fourteen. Right, and then before that, about a before year that, ago. about a year before, and yeah. we, I, I believe we said I refused to listen to the last episode, but that we did. But I, I think we said we're going to do one a year for the rest of our lives because because I have a lot of fun doing this because uh, you need to uh, because it's our duty because
2: look there are 22 episodes of studio 60 (laughs) somebody has to keep it alive if we should be in our early 50s by the time this is done
0: wow that's true (laughs) yes so let's make it right official right here no no matter what no matter what no matter what we we said it but this makes it official no matter what Till we get and we're gonna do it in a zigzaggy order. That's it will never be in order of the episodes. We will watch every episode of Studio Sixty on the Sunset Strip on this show. Yes. And we're not gonna do and we're not gonna do, hey, we're the Studio Sixty on the Sunset Strip podcast. We're not doing that. This is it's that episode. This is it's that episode and and we're doing it. So, but Craig. So here's the real deal. Yeah, I yes. was at a wedding on a Saturday <laughs> night with my wife in upstate New York. Yeah, and I'm enjoying myself. I've had, you know, a glass of champagne. The we it's the um, cocktail hour. Mm-hmm. I get a text in my pocket. I look at it. It's what from, time
2: is it again on Saturday? It's
0: about. It's got to be about. Eight thirty
2: nine 9 p.m. Pro, but some might say, like, prime going out time. Prime going out
0: time. Especially
2: if you're a young, single guy in the city.
0: Hey, good-looking, fit as a fiddle. Thanks, Craig. I'd say the best health of your life.
2: Uh, yeah. Uh, That's
0: probably true. F-
2: physically, sure. Sure. <laughs> but here's why, Ment- I, but here's <laughs> why it's emotionally bad.
0: <laughs> emotionally and mentally is that at 8.30 or 9 at night on a Saturday night, I get a text from Seth saying, we need to get back in the studio to do stu- another episode of Studio 6. Because 60. it's been a year. It's been a year. And we just looked it up. He sent it five days to the day of when we recorded it. So his brain just shot. I,
2: I, have, been, I have been thinking about it.
0: You've been thinking about it. And I appreciate that. And, and, and I'm got... worried. And I'm worried. I appreciate that. And, and I'm worried. Actually, wait. Silence. hold
2: on one second. Can you hold on one second? Yeah, sure. We're holding. So I sent the text message. Um, <laughs> here's the exact text message I sent. Wait, I'll, you
0: read you and I'll read me. Okay. Let me get it. Hold on. This is for...
2: <laughs> Saturday, Saturday, June 6th, 9.22 p.m.
0: Saturday. Let me get to it. Okay, great.
2: Shouldn't you do a special one-off episode of It's That Episode with me? So no, I No, can... no. This
0: is how I read it. <laughs> Shouldn't you do a special one-off episode of It's That Episode with me?
2: So And then I'd send another one. So I can do another episode of Studio 60?
0: And this is our artist. So I can do another episode of Studio 60.
2: Look, I know this is selfish, but we get to hang out.
0: No, and then this is you. <laughs> this is me reading. Look, hey, I know this is selfish, but we uh, we get to hang out. And then you responded by saying... I haven't done a new episode of the podcast <laughs> in about a year or so, so I have to think about it. Oh,
2: and that's the one part about this, by the way. So I have to think no, about the re- it. I have to really think about it and whether or not...
0: <laughs> no, th- no, th- and keep in mind also, I have a job that I've been... My hours yes. have been crazy at this sure. point, and I really have to think about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, okay. And I have a wife who right now is stewing in the bedroom saying, your friend Seth's coming
2: over? This is date night. She's not stewing. She's shitting herself back there, and we all know it. She (laughs) she she sits herself in the bedroom, and that's a weird thing that you have with your wife. But
0: But I did say... I'm not ruling out. It might be the perfect one-off. Also, your Saturday night text is a big deciding (laughs) factor. Because you
2: see that I'm pathetic man. Yes. All all the subtext of this is pathetic man is texting you. Right. And then I wrote, that's what I'm saying. A one-off for the dumbest possible thing and tradition. Then
0: I wrote, let me sleep on it. Sunglass emoji, sunglass emoji, sunglass emoji, sunglass emoji. Winky tongue out emoji, winky tongue out emoji, and then
2: I replied okay with a smiley face.
0: Um, So I'm really happy we're here.
2: I'm happy we're here too. I think
0: it's like, and hey, don't take that. I have to think about it as a, a and then I email you the next day. I
2: think absolutely. I'm glad you. I'm glad you slept on it and came to your goddamn senses. But I do understand. You know, this is your. This is this is an artistic expression. This podcast, and I understand like wanting to be like. I don't know if this is the right time for me. To do this, oh well, I'm not thinking about that. So. I, 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 you're like, there are. I have a certain persona. And (laughs) then I need to get out into the public world. And maybe right now the podcast is not exactly part of that persona. I understand that. I understand you're constantly cultivating who you are for the outside world. You're very image conscious. I understand that you have to be in this day and age.
0: Very true. And And you're like,
2: I don't know if a studio, I don't know if a podcast where we do another episode of studio 60 really makes sense for my, for what I'm doing right now.
0: Uh, and, and I'll also say this: You're in the best um, health in your life. I've gained 25 pounds since last <laughs> podcast, and I feel like people will be able to hear that. You know what I, I mean? Think so. it, that's uh, it's just about that too. It's about vanity as well.
2: Your voice sounds fatter. I know. When you it, greeted me at the door, I was like, "Oh, Craig, your voice sounds fatter." And
0: I greeted you with the door with the door blocking me, so you didn't see me. You just knew from the and, voice.
2: and for those of you who, who who aren't here, which is everyone listening, Craig's shirt is so stained. Yeah, with like red sauce yeah just like different different shades of red sauces
0: i i had a little marinara explosion at lunch yesterday
2: marinara also looks like hot cocktail 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 sauce sauce. yeah there's a dry shrimp on there yeah it's really gross
0: you know what if you dip the shrimp in and you don't finish the cocktail sauce that's juice you know (laughs) that's just (laughs) juice
2: so welcome back seth thank you i mean i guess like just to sort of explain my frame of mind when i sent you that text message other than being alone by myself saturday at 9 33 where were you i was uh walking down smith street (laughs) in our in my old haunt and your and your
0: current neighborhood yeah
2: i was just walking down smith street and so like coming from where (sighs) i don't know all right what's that i don't
0: what's that fake i don't know covering a massage parlor A massage parlor. A
2: massage parlor. A massage... A bathhouse in San Francisco. A 1984 bathhouse in San Francisco. So, um, I was... I mean, for people listening to this, like, I, I do do this Twitter account for the head writer of Studio 60, Matt Albee. Matt Albee 60. That I have been doing now for, I think, like five years or something. I don't know. And it's a deep dive. Yeah. It is it is a deep dive and I think that this podcast is part of it. <laughs> and I think now I think it's like part of like the whole Studio Sixty Twitter fake Amazon book, like like live tweeting from Abbadabad Pakistan. The Explain
0: show after- the, the Amazon thing for people. There's a there's a uh, oral history that you created online, online. with Jake with, or that was that no that was
2: or, that was that was just me but I sent everything to Jake to take a look at um, Jake Fogelner Jake right. Fogelner so uh, on sketchcomedyisimportant.com, dot uh, com you can look at the fake uh, Amazon page for the oral history of Studio sixty and one chapter is available and do you have
0: that on auto on GoDaddy just to buy every year or is that uh, uh, no
2: I actually get I actually get an email <laughs> you get from, a monthly email I get an email from... from the guy who helped me put it up saying this is about to expire. And it's really the one email that I respond to immediately, saying yes, renew, 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 renew. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, I haven't, I haven't like done, I haven't done anything like big, big. I also did like a fake Q and A with Split I did like as Matt as Albee before. Was that I think before it was, it was after it was after okay. the Amazon page, and it was just like I, I emailed uh, Bradford Evans at. Uh, split side. I was like, "Do you at think- two a.m. on on a Sunday night?" So weird. I went. Oh, this is crazy. No, it's not crazy. I mean, maybe it is. I went to this place in the Berkshires by myself for a week to see James Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> At Tanglewood. <laughs> I went to this. I went to this like cabin place in the Berkshires, like looking to achieve clarity and artistic <laughs> excellence. And what came and what came out of that was me thinking it would be funny to do uh, a split side interview with Matt Albee, and I emailed Brad for Evans and I worked on that uh, for two days while I was there. I worked on it. Here's my question for you: Is that <laughs> it's interesting because you're keeping the Matt
0: Albee character alive? Yes, but he is a fake character who inspired you. Yeah. And you're you na- you have, you've become him. So, but that, so the show studio 60 has studio 60 has created you, has created you as a human. Being. I don't as think much. I know you are melding worlds. I can't see the difference.
2: And when I look at you, I don't know if I'm looking at you or Matt. At I don't me. know where he ends. And I begin at this point. And I probably would have killed myself if I didn't start this Twitter account. It's the only thing keeping me going.
0: And, um, <laughs> And you are now showing me a tattoo saying the date that it finally happened. Yeah, where that's it's right. And it says S.R. Heart MA.
2: Yeah, I love him. And, but yeah, it's like, it's such a weird, I do really enjoy, like, so it's a very narrow, <laughs> it's a very narrow shoot of what you can do with like this stupid thing. But I do like finding all the different ways to continue doing it.
0: Yes. Um, and do you have anything planned for the future? I mean, of-
2: I don't. Unfortunately, unfortunately, I don't. I mean, one thing I've always wanted to do. <laughs> if funny, if anybody from Funny or Die is listening, I have wanted to like. Oh, and they aren't. And <laughs> I'm just. <laughs> I've. I mean, I feel like it's a perfect Funny or Die thing, but I don't know. Maybe I'm just. Maybe it's stupid to even think it's perfect for anything. Maybe. It but WPI I would love next. to do an hour and a half episode of Studio 60. This that like would be, show, and get all the people on that the cast. would be. The most
0: unbelievable thing. <laughs> I am gonna say this right now. <laughs> this that has to happen. I
2: wanna that, get I I'm wanna sorry. get everyone, I wanna get everyone.
0: Oh, our pizza's here. Let's uh let me just get that and you can we'll pause it. Okay. We'll pause it. i was gonna get it for you. Okay, oh. wow. This is this is the height of this Don't My, my this wife day. Meryl thinks this is so important that she's letting us continue talking to talk I love Mar- Oh, it.
2: there's so much. She opened the door and just shit smell wafting
0: out. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she's waddling in a diaper right now. <laughs> this guy... Shit dripping down her She leg, gives the... Um, into her shoes. She gives the... Feet um, squishing and shit. <laughs> she has to give the delivery guy extra tip for dealing with her. <laughs> um no, but that's like what I've... That would be unbelievable. I think that's and like the, I, the pinnacle of whatever this is. If if that happens, can I just play one of the writers in the writer's room that doesn't say anything? Yeah. Please. That's Absolutely. all I,
2: like, I and, but, <laughs> but 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 I I want to do an episode... Thank you so much, Meryl. Thank you, Meryl. I, I want to do an episode of the sketch comedy show. Like, I don't want to do an episode of Studio 60. Oh, you want to do... I want to do, do a... I want to do Dolphin Girl. I want to do want Pimp to do My Trig. I want to do the sketches. I want... And, like, I would find different... I would find ways for, like, like Danny Tripp to be a part of the show, like, you know, as the executive producer-type character. Like, I would like find the, ways, Like the
0: Lorne Michaels pe- yeah. sipping the wine. Yeah, backstage. I would that I would
2: find be- a way to incorporate that, but I want to do... I want to get Allison and Janney to host it, and I want to do, like, an episode of Studio 60, top to bottom, um, and just put up a mirror to society like studio 60 does. I want to do that. And if anyone from funny or die is listening, I just feel like it's a perfect funny or die thing. And they want to do a dumb one off of this. Oh my God. And you like,
0: could do, you could do also in between commercials for other NBS shows.
2: Oh, Craig kept first off for those of you who don't know, Kevin Pollock hosts the 11:30 p.m. Uh, on NBS. He hosts the 11:30 p.m. talk oh show. Oh my god! It, it's called. Mean, if it's he does called, the
0: throw if he does the. Th-
2: <laughs> it's throw. called. It's called. It's called tonight. Tonight with Kevin Pollock, and he does the 11:30 show, um, and he's sort of like the Johnny Carson anchor of the of the late night uh, on MB, NBS. Which I could see
0: that in a reality.
2: It's not that impossible. Yeah. You know, um, but yeah, like I. I I don't know why. And I and the, and I know the drawback is this might be funny for like 1 second and then who's going to watch the entire thing? I feel like there's enough idiots out there that'll give us that should that will make that that'll make it good to do
0: it. I think it's worth if it we if watch nobody it. watch it. Like that's true the, too. that makes it even more like the the f- it's existence is worth it all. That's all. Well
2: that that's the thing. I mean that's also sort of that's that's the the
0: overarching
2: that's the uh positive of some of the things that I think are really funny and the absolute negative just the mere existence makes it good but then again it's like do we want to watch the entire existence i don't know probably not you have to watch the land to find out well <laughs> that's the thing i mean i feel like maybe we put some weird easter eggs in there but you know what maybe we wouldn't and we would just uh cut to the weird show that's on after studio 60 <laughs> and MBS, some weird night show where people are on the street interviewing people like trying to get fucked or something i don't know uh, oh,
0: <laughs> oh my god
2: some nightlife weird show
0: all right so we're gonna we're gonna be watching the pilot right now i'm just gonna read part of the summary and then we're gonna watch it and eat the pizza that my great, beautiful, sweet, perfect wife in the history of the world. She's uh, the best.
2: She did the way she walked out the door, opened up the door, talked to the man, <laughs> brought the pizza here, and walked back into the door so she could continue shitting herself. <laughs> it was great. It was really beautiful.
0: All right. All right, this is The pilot, was when the beleaguered executive producer of a long-running late-night sketch comedy series interrupts the live broadcast and has a, quote-unquote, network moment. And by the the
2: way, Aaron Sorkin absolutely points out that it's a network moment throughout the television show, as if if to say, like, hey, I kind of just wrote network. (laughs) Right.
0: (laughs) Hey, I I made a bad version of network. (laughs) Uh, The media... Uh, and he, uh, oh, God. blah 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 blah. He breaks it. Well, I
2: will say this of Studio 60, and we've talked about this before, I'm sure, is a bad television program. The pilot is not that bad. There are like embarrassing moments, but the pilot does sort of make you think this might be pretty good. This has a chance to be pretty good. Yeah, it's, it, um, I, I don't disagree, but you know, obviously, that's. it it took a, a, a complete wrong turn, but the pilot, but there is some like glitzy dumb stuff in the pilot. That's supposed to make you think these people were just fucking awesome. And it's really kind of embarrassing
0: um i can't wait i've watched this before it has been obviously every year probably more like three years you've since only seen, seen two episodes of studio no, 60 seen, right no 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 i've seen about bunch. it used to, used to when it was on netflix i okay, watched okay i don't think i got to the v- all 22 but i did watch okay. i've seen john goodman as the sheriff i've mm, seen everything in parumph nevada in parumph nevada so yeah. we're gonna we're gonna watch the pilot right now we're gonna eat some pizza we're gonna drink a beer let's just and, I, encu- and I encourage beer. i encourage i encourage everyone everybody to have some pizza Drink your beer. Watch the pilot episode of Studio 60. But here's how you do it. At 9.30 on Saturday night, text a friend and say, we're watching and, it and as soon as you can.
2: At 9.30 p.m. on Saturday night, text a friend that says, I need help. Please help me. <laughs> but am it, alone. Be in sort of like in a coded way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am the most alone person in the world right now. Please do your podcast so I can be on it.
0: Yeah. So uh, we encourage you all to do that. Let's watch the pilot.
1: This is not going to be a very good show tonight. And I think you should change the channel what the change hell? the channel
0: when did they put this right, right now so anybody know what the hell's going on
1: yeah, I turn off the TV, okay? I told him to no no i uh, no. i know it seems like this is supposed to be funny but uh <laughs> <laughs> tomorrow tomorrow you're going to find out that it wasn't and uh, by that time i'll have been fired <laughs> no this this is not some... as 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 know, this a is role not role a role. sketch uh this is real you want to go to B T R? this show used to be cutting-edge political and social satire, but it's gotten lobotomized by a candy-ass broadcast network, hell-bent on doing nothing that might challenge their audience. We're about to do a sketch that you've seen already about 500 times. Yeah, yeah, no one's gonna confuse George Bush with George Plimpton. Now we get it. We're all being lobotomized by this country's most influential industry that's just thrown in the towel on any endeavor to do anything that doesn't include the courting of 12-year-old boys.
0: All right, we just watched the pilot. First episode. If I Can I ask you this? This might be actually putting sure. on the spot, but this you know, a lot of epi- pilot episodes are called Pilot. If you could name this episode of Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip, do you think you'd be able to give it a shot? Is that putting too much pressure on your shoulders?
2: No, I think it's fine. I would call it the return. That's great. I would call it the return. That's great. Because if people watched it, um, which you should because that is the concept of this podcast, yes. is that you watch the shit we're watching. I've ne- listen, I've never I've never
0: said to the audience, listen, you got I'm it. I'm saying but, it. Okay.
2: Do what you're supposed to do. Watch the episode. Anyway, and if you watched it, um, Matt and Danny return. And it is the return.
0: It's the return of the gangsta, thanks to, and the rest of the lyrics to that outcast song. Mm. So I'm sure, again, I didn't listen to the other two podcasts that we did. <laughs> but we must have talked about I mean, obviously, the concept of the show, of Studio 60, is laid out. I mean, and it's set up very cleanly. Like the, but and I'm sure we've talked about it. But we should give a little bit. I mean, we should again.
2: We shouldn't count on everyone remembering every if, po- every I, podcast we've done, or you know, no, if there, if, if, li- if, if there, are, it's this episode purists out there going back and re listening <laughs> to, to every time <laughs> I've been on the Then this show. is a
0: treat, and then you can pick up on the differences. Sure. Um, but the, or how fat my voice once sounded and how it sounds now. And listen, I'm going to apologize. Yeah, my voice is a little raspy. It was hashtag DCM17 this past weekend. And let's just say I was yelling a lot.
2: Craig, you don't need to yell to be funny. Um, you don't need to yell to be funny.
0: Tell that to... to one
2: Matt Besser... I, I don't know. I don't know. You
0: mean one of the big three? <laughs> no,
2: it's yeah, part of the big four. <laughs> the big four.
0: <laughs> These are, on on, on, uh, <laughs> on Studio sixty. Uh, the big the they reference the big three, which is are the three. Um, Big members. They
2: of are like the, the senior, leaders. They the, say the leaders, leaders, the senior members of the Studio sixty. Class. Harriet Tubman, <laughs> Harriet Tubman, DL, DL Hughley, Hughley and, and Rob Cordry's brother, and uh, <laughs> and and Nate Cordry, who plays uh, Tom Jeter. Tom Jeter and yeah. DL is DL is uh, Simon Styles. Simon Styles, of yeah. course.
0: Now, so this is the first episode. We already mentioned before. It's network like. Let's give the the a, a cool rundown of what's going, on. because I actually forgot about some of the aspects. Uh-huh. I didn't quite remember that the former head writers, uh, Matt Albee, mm-hmm. at Matt Albee sixty.
2: Yeah, Matt Albee was like the head was like sort of a head a head well, he writer. Was like yeah,
0: he was the step below. He was like game, being groomed.
2: Yeah, he was. Do. Well, he was like the head writer, and Danny Trip was sort of like this producer figure who were and they were just under the main guy now i remember that they had went Play by john hirsch played fantastically by john hirsch uh and in when, when, this industry i mean if if they said sir you are going to get an emmy nomination for best for special guest appearance in a television show he'd for get it part. he'd get it for Marin. he would get it for Marin. um and
0: I forgot that they that they had won right at the beginning of the this episode that had won a WGA award for best original screenplay.
2: Yeah, so like their career is sky high. I mean, it's going.
0: It's so funny that like the best original screenplay would be given to a comedy. I don't even know if it was a comedy. Do we know a movie that he directed? I
2: don't think we do. I know that that they have the the other movie that they're thinking about making is a is a movie about Nikola Tesla. And so
0: it's a serious movie. I think it's probably a serious movie, sure. So three years after being a writer on the show, they already are into deep drama like dramas.
2: Well, I mean, you know, I, I will say this though, to that end, if you want to get a little serious, if I wrote a movie, mm-hmm. I don't think I would write a straight up comedy. I don't think I can write a straight up comedy. I uh, I think I would write I think I would write probably some sort of like I don't know, something that's like feels like Little Miss Sunshine, or something. I mean, like, that's probably the kind of movie he wrote. Like, a very, like, a serious drama I'm trying to break,
0: I'm trying to rip apart this show, and
2: you're not making any. Well, I'm, ju- I'm just, I'm just saying. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm I, kidding. I, I mean, I feel uh, an intense connection, and I just want to. I'm in, I'm in Matt Albee's corner, obviously. You're in Matt
0: Albee's corner. I'm well, you know what? Here's supporter. the deal. Is, it's true. Whatever Matt Albee would have made, it would have been important. It would
2: have been that, important, and it would have been good.
0: That's true. That's right. true. But that to me is just one of the ridiculous things about these characters is that they're not they don't seem like comedy people in any way, in any,
2: right. The way
0: that they deal with things, the way that they talk about things. And that, I think that's the, um, the uh, reason that the show doesn't quite work is because you were talking about before this being a good episode of television and, and it is, but anytime they mention a comedy specific, it sounds so, it stupid. sounds so fake and, and, and dumb it sounds
2: really stupid that you're like, cause the characters are interesting. The, the setup for the show, the setup for it, the show is, I will say, rewatch now rewatching it for many times there are some really lame parts in this episode there are some parts that are pretty um captivating uh like we were talking i made you pause it we were talking about how like uh danny's sort of how the his the information about his uh drug relapse sort of comes out in these nice little spurts it's, it's well written it's it's that that part i think is pretty well written so let's let's break it down.
0: So um the beginning of the episode, uh we we'll first we hear DL Hughley say and you had me rewind so yeah, I can hear yeah. this is uh him him pumping up the crowd before studio sixty on the Sunset Strip, which air, airs live Friday nights yeah. at, at eleven thirty. Uh, at eleven thirty. Um and he says um
2: you guys have been watching Studio 60 since high. Cheer, if, le- cheer if you've been watching Studio 60 since high school. Woo! Cheer if you've been watching Studio 60 since junior high. Woo! So we know this is an iconic program. It's iconic, and <laughs> and by the way, are you thinking about Saturday Night Live? Yeah, because uh,
0: there may be a slight parallel. There
2: may be. Like in terms of when you watched Saturday Night Live and when it made the biggest impact on your brain, was it high school and junior high? Was that when you were watching it the most?
0: Um. Yeah.
2: Uh, yeah, I think Studio 60 might in fact be sort of a parallel or be trying to be a parallel of Saturday Night Live. Your mind has been blown. I, I mean, I don't know. That's just what... That's just I your mean, take that's, on it. That's, that's your my take. Ta- that's that's my your take. Ta- that's my your take. It's, and it's not a popular opinion. Yes, it is not. I really rattle some feather, like
0: Rattle some cages. You rattled some feathered cages. <laughs> From feathered cages. And uh, so it's the beginning of a taping. The first sketch is going. It's uh, it's uh, Tom uh, Tom Jeter and um, uh, Dylan Killington. And <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's the name of the that's the name of the uh, <laughs> and that's the name of the uh, uh, the, the character
0: Dylan Killington. Yeah. are playing. Uh, He's B- pl- Bush and Cheney. Yeah, respectively. Uh, talking to camera. And before that, we see um, a little uh, uh, talk backstage between West, who is the head of the show, or head creative.
2: And the guy from A Serious Man.
0: And the guy from (laughs) the main character from A Serious Man, but not with curly hair, with a little little bit longer, a little bit 90. And may I even say, maybe when I met you, sort of the haircut you had almost.
2: A little little gel, a little longer, and uh, yeah. I mean, you're absolutely right. I had nothing to say at the end of that. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes.
0: Um, he play. He's playing a representative of, standards the, of uh, standards the standards of
2: practice. and practice. S- standards and Pores. Standards and Pores. The uh the S and P. S and He's representing the financial institution. The S P.
0: The P. and P. You have to when you, when you're in finance, S and P is one thing. When you're in, Wait, is
2: standards of what is it? I
0: standards of I don't know. I don't even, even reference it. I was like, I don't know. I'm not a grown up. <laughs> Um, they're getting in, into it over uh, a certain sketch, and at the last second, um, Wes Caves, West Caves, S and P basically says, "Listen, if you had the power to put this sketch on, you
2: wouldn't have asked. You wouldn't have asked me, could I? Yeah, yeah. And that really that the, gets and to, that West. Cut to
0: the core. That was
2: like, West you're, knows you're right. over, bro. West knows he's right though.
0: He's like, you're over, bro. Yeah. He's like, you're over, bro. And yeah. that was a, he was like, you're over, bro. Yeah. And he was like. Yeah, boom. Yeah. and um so west caves the sketch which do we know what it's called
2: then no we don't we do not it's this ominous sketch that is so funny f- so, so sat- trenchant so funny so, so, so smart satirical it is going to change the world it's if people so see it they're, and you know, it's
0: going to offend how many million 50 million 50 million
2: 50 it's 50 he says 50 I'm
0: 50 sure. million people
2: nobody not i don't this and he like- was saying
0: it like fifty million people are watching it tonight. Not like, <laughs> yeah. not like the internet.
2: Um, it's like this is the it, every episode of Studio 60 is the last episode of Mash every time.
0: <laughs> and this is just the first episode, and it's saying we're here, we're queer, get used to it, get,
2: get used to it, <laughs> get, used to it. <laughs> get used to it. So they, and that's really one problem I have with the show. Actually, I'm glad you touched on it. Uh, they're just we just haven't seen a homosexual yet. That's right. We just haven't seen a homosexual yet and like I think there should be at least at least in the first scene six or seven homosexuals and then in the next scene eight to ten and I think it's, by the end it's sort of and there should be a count be, yeah. and there should be a counter at the bottom of the screen each time a homosexual shows up and that is like one of my if, if we talk about one problem I have with the show that's if I should know how many homosexuals are on the screen the, the, the screen right. at one time. Yes. Yeah, I would love.
0: You, yeah. you talk about that
2: about a lot of shows. I do. I like. <laughs> like, I need to because know I, that because it's that when I no watch show, it's because because no show does that. No, well, I mean, and <laughs> it, it bothers me because like when I watch True Detective, the first thing I'm wondering, it starts. Who are the homosexuals right. yeah. and how many are there? Yeah that's, yeah. that's just all I want to know. Seth's very worried about it. I'm not, I'm not worried. It's, it's, not not worried. worried. it's not worried. Just, I'm, worried. Just I'm, want, I want to know. I want to know want to. where we stand homosexual wise <laughs> right. in terms of the television shows. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? I totally. I have. would have liked Friday Night Lights, but I didn't know who the homo- who the homosexuals and who weren't the homosexuals. Right.
0: <laughs> right. And you couldn't pick up a con- no, context. W- was please. Eric
2: Taylor homosexual? I don't know.
0: No. No, he wasn't.
2: I don't. I, I guess not. No one told me. He, he didn't turn to the camera and say, "I'm a homosexual," and a counter didn't come up and say, "Ding."
1: Won. Right,
0: right, right. So I don't know. Okay, okay, that's you. That's you. That's you. Right. That's on you. That's on you. That's a lot, a lot of people, I think. That's a, okay. That's a, a lot, lot of people. Okay. Yeah. So, so no, we don't know who the homosexuals are. Probably but one. Probably. And
2: then we don't know who the black people are.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's true. That's true. They okay. We should be keeping count of everybody.
2: <laughs> is Matthew Perry supposed to be black in this or not?
0: So, DL Hughley is not. I don't think he is. So they go on the show. Uh, Tom Jeter and uh, Terrence Killington, no Dylan Killington, are doing a sketch, and West is stewing in his. Uh, West,
2: yeah, and West interrupts them and says, "The show." Now, I will say this: We were talking about this. He says, "The show's not going to be very funny tonight." If that actually happened, I think it'd be very funny. <laughs> Right, if he went up on, (laughs) but they do that. They actually do that. Pretty the audience laughing. They do. They do like the
0: right amount. So he interrupts. He goes, "I'm sorry, we can't continue. The show's not going to be very funny." Laughter, laughter in the audience. This isn't a sketch. Laughter, laughter, and they did sort of the right amount of laughter for the beats of what he was saying.
2: Yeah, I like that. I thought Uh, I thought that was a good touch.
0: A nice little touch. Yep, and the only funny thing we've ever seen on Studio 60 and all the uh, of of not Studio 60 on Sunset Strip. I'm saying the show within a show. Right. It would have been the funniest thing.
2: Um, I don't know. I think Pimp My Trike is pretty damn funny. And the Nicolas Cage impersonation. Yeah.
0: Not bad. Yeah. Um, and he is s, s- P, serious man. Yeah. Uh, Seth's haircut circa eight years ago. Yeah. Um, is saying get it off, get it off, get off the TV in the in the booth where they're uh, you know they're, all the producers are. Cal Shandley yeah. is is leaving it on the air for now because yeah. he takes his order directly from West.
2: Well, they respect West. I mean, I would say Studio sixty. It's not so much a television show as it is a military operation. If you re- if you remember in the scene where so- where Dylan Killington's character drunkenly makes fun of Harriet Hayes, Simon Stiles says to him, don't do that. And Dylan Killington says, yes, sir. It's a very, it's a military operation. There's respect, a hierarchy. There's a hierarchy that must be you respected. You take
0: your orders and sometimes you got to bite your lip and just say, bite the bullet. And you just say, listen, yep. I know this is not what I want to do, but for the good of the show. And even if it's not for the, because of the hierarchy, you have to follow the rules.
2: Look, you're not, <laughs> I mean, you are not, when it comes to the Studio 60, the show within the sh- the sketch comedy show, you are n- no one is above it. Nobody's above. Everything it. you do is in service of Studio 60. Studio 60 has a
0: history, it has a legacy. Right. And it can't their watermark is on the wall. You know where everything needs to be all the time. And sometimes you're wrong and sometimes everybody else who knows what they're doing, Matt and Danny, they're right. Right. That's right. And you know what? But here's the deal. West was he right? He wasn't was he right in what he was doing? Maybe, maybe not. But what what he said to the television audience that night, right, he said this show used to be satirical. Cutting it edge. To, cutting edge. It used to matter. It used to matter. All that stuff. Yeah. And he so in service of the show within a show, Studio Sixty, one hundred percent right.
2: Um how fun do you think it was to act that part? So fun. Very so fun, very fun, right? Very fun. Oh my god, he, I would love. Well,
0: they reference it. You mentioned before he's
2: doing the speech from Network. I mean, see like- that—that's so. That is a drawback of this episode. Like Aaron's, <clears throat> like Aaron Sorkin, uh, and I, one thing that has absolutely changed since the last time I did this podcast, I met Aaron Sorkin. He was in a sketch I read. Oh, that's right. Night, yeah, and he was really great and. Uh he was really game. He was really he was it was really awesome. But it's like you always like wonder like, cuz there's so m- he does so many good things that it's like don't you don't have to reference Patty Chayefsky that much like with all the and, and like he 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 breaks it, he says what he says and then they show the, all these news
0: reports and literally yeah. every person says Paddy Chayefsky's yeah. name who wrote network.
2: Yeah. And it's like uh, yeah, w- I mean I understand. I know this is like we're trying to go for like highbrow, but whenever you beat it into the ground like that, it just comes off as kind of lame, you know.
0: My question: Yeah, you met Eric and Serkin. You worked with him. Did you mention Studio 67?
2: Absolutely not. What? It, w- Absolutely what? not. And I was. And I will tell you this: I was never even close to mentioning it. <laughs> and did you have to like train yourself to
0: not say something, or you just knew this is that would be the worst thing I could possibly say?
2: It would be the worst thing I could possibly say. And I and I could tell. Because, you know, I got to talk to him very briefly. And by the way, to his credit, when he came out for... We did the sketch that he did. We aired it. He Explain came, the sketch for somebody a minute. The the sketch was us trying to convince Seth to do an Aaron Sorkin parody. But the whole thing was done as an Aaron it's Sorkin a walk parody. and talk. Yeah, there's and, the walk and talk. Mm-hmm. There's the handing of paper from one. But it's all, it's all done like an Aaron Sorkin right. parody. Um, and to Aaron Sorkin's credit, which was so nice like when he came out for his interview he was like that sketch was written by seth reese it was like oh well, wow i, I did i great. like and that was to his credit awesome i well
1: that that's amazing very cool the
2: very cool thing for him to do and like really something i'll never forget yeah. Because i do i know we, we joke about this this show is a bad show i think he would probably say it's a bad show um but he's done so many good things and like created a style of writing that everyone wishes they could emulate. Like oh, yeah. when it came out, it was like, Oh, I guess I can't do that now. Cause this guy did it. Um, so it was very, it was, it was very humbling and it was really, really awesome. And you yeah. are a true
0: fan. You've watched, how true many fan. times have you seen West Wing?
2: Uh, I've watched probably West Wing maybe like two to three times through. Yeah. I mean, I would say the first, I came to it late, but, um, you, but, I, but I really, every time it. I'd
0: ever talked to you like, uh, Six or seven years ago, you'd have either just watched an episode or about to watch an episode. Well, it was, uh,
2: was also a lonely time, <laughs> I was uh, I was going to Video Free Brooklyn, getting all the West Wing uh, DVDs, taking renting about three at a time, taking them back to my apartment, ordering Thai food. I would order. Here's what I would do. Wait, when you ordered
0: from um, what was VIP the, Thai? Oh, yeah. We, we, oh, that's on uh, Court Street.
2: No, it was on Smith. VIP. I'm pretty thai. Pretty sure. I mean, there it's always been a Thai restaurant, and it's kind of changed. a couple Yeah, yeah, times. it's
0: changed a couple. But times. But I
2: would order the Thai food. Walk down to Video Free Brooklyn, get the DVDs. Walk back up. So by the, about that time, it would be ready. Right. Pick it up in the bag. Go back to my apartment.
0: Nice. Yeah. Very nice. <laughs> <laughs> the lives we live.
2: Uh, the live. The lives we are wasting. Yeah. Not living at all. Yeah. Uh, but yes, I mean, I'm a huge fan, and also, I think his movies. Uh, also, I think his movies are have been very good. Name them. Social Network is great. Who? Uh, what's that? I, I, meant to, I meant to go. Who? <laughs> yeah, <meant> yeah. <laughs> so, I mean. Social network work is great. Who? Few Good Men is great. Who? Um, Charlie Wilson's War is pretty good. Uh huh.
0: I saw it in the theater.
2: I think Moneyball is excellent. I still haven't seen Moneyball. I think Moneyball is amazing. Um, he also wrote. I think the movie Malice, which is not good. Yeah, <laughs> um, and I know I'm forgetting. I know I'm forgetting. I think one other one. But um,
0: you can't handle the truth. He, can, he wrote that.
2: He wrote that. Like, come on, few good
0: men's. Oh yeah, it's great. Did you order the code, code? Code. Code red. Code red. Yeah. Yeah. You can't handle the truth because private. Because there's stuck. a fence. They're, we're 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 saving your
2: lives. We're pri- same, same thing as Studio 60. There's a hierarchy. Yeah. Few good men. Well, he li- he loves that. He <clears throat> loves that stuff. He loves hierarchies. He loves like work environments where everyone loves each other but respects one another a lot and respects the hierarchies like that's the same thing with sports night you know
0: obviously um, the same with the west wing
2: obviously and you know the newsroom the newsroom yeah
0: and which i watched with uh i think i watched with matt clinton Kleinman,
2: Kleinman. what did he say about it
0: <laughs> i think it's like the same thing it's like this love hate you know it's just this like <laughs> the newsroom is pretty bad the newsroom is also like the same show as that you know like it's it's yeah it's sort of always a little bit of the same yeah but but you know that that's you know that's, but he. His write, style. I think his.
2: Mo- I think his movies are better. I think because he has like two hours. And I story.
0: think he had a credit on Dumb and Dumber 2.
2: Well, he was the co-exec associate exec, co-ep exec, uh, associate associate uh, line producer on Dumb and Dumber. 2. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah,
0: yeah. And, uh, because he. Well, because he had been a uh, co-exec co-ep co-exec, co-ep on uh, on. Um, Stuck Together, which was the other Fairly Brothers film that he. Uh, he uh is
2: wrote. It, is it Stuck Together or is it um, is it Stuck Together?
0: Or was it me, myself, and Irene?
2: No, it was me. It was me, myself, and Claude. <laughs> oh, Ryan. Right. Yeah, it was me, myself, and. Claude. Oh, that was
0: the, that was the um, sequel to Me, Myself, and Irene that didn't come out.
2: Yeah, it was me, myself, and Claude.
0: <laughs> but actually, you can get that script online. It's not bad. It's really good. You should download it. Um, Wes gets fired, yeah and we're also learning that there's a new head of NBS. Now remember, NBS is not NBC it's and not. the way you know it's not NBC, they also mention they NBC talk about NBC, on the and show. in
2: a later episode of Studio 60 they say Lauren Michaels's name. So Saturday Night Live exists in this world.
0: It exists and it's just as good. They mentioned. I feel like they mentioned like Belushi and uh, Far. I feel like I remember them mentioning like stars of that show. Yeah. On the show. Because they talk about frat, guy- frat humor. Right, right. Oh yeah. yeah where uh, and we, as we've talked about on this podcast, their favorite frat humor is Gilbert, Gilbert and Sullivan. Sullivan.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no frat humor. Who do you think of? They say like Lauren Hardy. Uh, no, uh, no uh,
2: they. Well, they say uh, who- they say W S Gilbert and they say uh, I always. I always forget. It's so dumb. It's so amazing. It's so bad. Yeah. Hey, go back and listen to that episode. Yeah, go back. Go back and listen Guys, to Guys, if you think this episode isn't as good as the other episodes, tweet It's That Episode. <laughs> tweet at, It's That Episode at MattAlby60. And, and tweet, tweet the word not as good. That's three words. Not as good. And or then, if you think it is as good. Say not not as good. Not not as good. Yeah. So, again, just a little prompt.
0: If you're listening to this, it's not as good as the old ones. Yeah. Right now. Not right, not as good. to It's that episode and Matt at Albi yeah. and then hashtag it, not as good. Also, not as good. Yeah, but also right, not as good. If it is as good, yeah. not not as good, and hashtag not as good. Good, good. good. Mm-hmm. Just to make it easy, um Jordan Belfort from <laughs> Wolf of Wall Street is starting her new job. <laughs> Yeah. Right? Yeah. Jordan McKnight. Jordan McDear. Jordan McDeer. Is Brian McKnight. Brian McKnight's sister
2: um, <laughs> is uh, played by... Um, is she a woman? I don't know. There's not one, There's not a woman ticker, but I assume she is. I think she is. Okay. Uh, she's played
0: by... Um, Amanda Peet. Amanda Peet from Saving Silverman. We're all <laughs> thinking it. <laughs> that was one of the first DVDs I bought, by the way. Saving uh, Silverman.
2: Great. I have, a little, I have a funny story about Saving Silverman. Oh, yeah? We watched Saving Sil- Silverman with my friend Butch Anderson at his home, and there's a scene in Saving Silverman where uh, he's eating a Pete out. Oh yeah, yeah. And we were watching it with Butch yeah. and his father, mm. and we were just watching this uh, eat out scene, and just like with Butch's dad, and you could feel the tension in the room
0: mm. was so high. And you're about what seven, sixteen? Yeah, seventeen. And yeah. you
2: wanted it to. And so badly. And eventually, Dale Yootze and I did leave, and I knocked and I ran over uh, Nathan's uh, garden gnome with my car. Wait, who's Nathan? Nathan is Butch. <laughs> <laughs>
1: We call way, him. Buck. What a way
0: to end a story about him, somebody. We call him Butch. <laughs> You're ending a story about someone else, and you call him by a different name. Yeah, we call him Butch. Um, I'll stand by that movie as being pretty good. Great I think Jack. It's funny. Pa- great Jack Black. Uh, it's,
2: it's back in the refrigerator <laughs> when it, he's eating the pot. When he's eating the noodles. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, is that when, he's,
0: <laughs> when they're breaking in? When yeah, breaking
2: yeah, in? yeah He's like, he's like at the refrigerator eating noodles. It's so. It funny. It just has
0: really funny specifics. The Neil Diamond stuff's
2: really funny. Jack Black and, and, is so funny, and though. Steve Zahn is hilarious. He's great. He's well, Steve Zahn really, is great. He's Steve, great in this. Steve Zahn, I don't care if this whole thing is... Ta- Steve Zahn Wait, holds I don't ever,
0: if this whole thing... Is a
2: tangent. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, Steve Zahn holds that thing you do together. Oh, my God. Steve Zahn is great in that The thing best it. part in that thing you do... <laughs> so, earlier in that thing you do, the band is, like, bigger, and they're doing a sort of, uh, uh, like, Frankie Avalon sort of movie or something. They're at the beach or we whatever. Yeah, Beach Bongo
0: type Be- of thing. Yeah, yeah,
2: and... Um, and they, they play a fake band called Cap'n Geach and the Shrimp Shack Shooters. Mm-hmm. Fast forward like four minutes, they're in a, they're in a, uh, a radio studio and the, the radio host is like, who, who are your inspirations? Like, and Steve Zahn says, uh, Cap'n Geach and the Shrimp Shack Shooters. <laughs> I think good. it's one of the funniest things. That's great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's really good. Steve Zahn holds is, that shit together.
0: Steve Zahn, if you're listening, talk to uh funny or die and let's try to get this. Let's uh, try to get this let's try
2: the get an episode of studio sixty running.
0: Um man, he'd be a good uh, a good um, he'd
2: been a great early cast members to do sixty. Yeah, he you would. You'd see him in like the black and white photos with like a leather jacket. He's sort of like color. he
0: would be in like the Robert Downey Jr. like years of Yes. Like he he, would be. he 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 did okay on the show, but he sort of yeah went from there. He moved know? on. He moved on and he, he did on. he did bigger and better things.
2: He did bigger and better things.
0: Jordan Belfort's starting her job, yeah, and she uh, Ed Asner, who is he in other episodes? I forget. Yes, he is, and he is. He's a 9/11 truther, uh, by the way. No, he's not. One hundred percent. Really? Yes, he narrates. No, yeah, he. That makes me sad. He narrates uh, a documentary, and
2: that actually does make me sad because Ed Asner is a fantastic actor. Oh, he's great, and he is really good in this show. Yeah. He's, 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 well, he's always a, he's like always brings right. the integrity level like back for some, for he's um, capable of doing it. I'm going to um,
0: Google that just so it's not libelous. If I, um, but I'm pretty That sure. makes me
2: sad if that's true.
0: Yeah. I'm pretty, I'm like 99% sure he, he narrated a documentary. Um, but she's starting her new job. Jordan Belford is starting her new job. As at, the president of MBS. And, uh, Ed Asner, uh, he's, there. So
2: Ed Asner, I think, owns the, the something media group, uh, um jack rudolph is the chairman of mbs and then you have the president of mbs so many people here's what is astounding so many people are making so much money so many there's so much money being made and like i feel like very little difference in like what what the responsibilities are of these people like i don't i don't know who can fire who Apparently Jack Rudolph can fire somebody. Apparently Jordan can also fire somebody. Jack Rudolph can fire Jordan. Jack
0: Rudolph is uh, is we don't I forget his, his he's chairman. the chairman. He's the chairman, chairman. and he's played yeah. by the guy from Wings.
2: Yeah, and he uh, actually I think um, Stephen Weber, and he's let's just call him the guy from Wings. We can call him the guy from this Wings. But TV, I don't want this is a TV. Platform. But I don't want people to confuse him with the guy from, from Spider Man Three. That's uh, the guy.
0: That's the guy from Sideways.
2: That's the guy from Sideways. Uh,
0: that's the guy from Sideways who was on Wings.
2: Who was also in this weird movie with Tony Collette, where Tony Collette's trying to find a singer who ends she's a music journalist and she tries to find a singer who ends up being Johnny Depp
0: Wait, he ends up being he like played he plays by
2: Johnny Depp no he plays the guy from sideways plays the friend of Tony Collette in this movie where Tony Collette tries to find a singer uh she's a music journalist Wow, that sounds really bad it's It's not that good um but the guy from the blacklist is in that in that movie. Uh, right. Not James And Spader.
0: he had the haircut that I used to have when about 8 years ago.
2: Yeah. Is anyone still listening? Guys, are you still out there? <laughs> with this worth downloading? <laughs>
0: is this okay? I think it is. Um and yes, everybody's making a ton of money. Uh even non-head writers of uh of Studio 60 are making 30,000 Well,
2: they're, co- they're they're more important than head writers cuz they're like they're like EPs. That's like bigger. It's Is bigger the, Did they deal. say that? I thought that they said. Yeah, say- they'll be, because they'll be Danny, Matt and Danny's. Ricky no, but and Ron. he. No,
0: he, they're getting, no, no, no. He said they're getting uh, raises to be that. When, I think when they take over, she was just like, yeah, they I'm going to make them Co EPs. So they're getting 30,000 without it. But even- it's so
2: weird. Like they're Co EPs, but they're going to have no responsibility. And that actually stresses me out. <laughs> they're gonna have like a title, but they're not gonna have any power, and that makes me like antsy. But they could just cash them checks. I know, but that's like when you're there and you're in it. You don't care that you can just cash checks. You want to. If you're you a part of
0: the Studio sixty family, you want to be out there putting up a. This is when the real world man. is
2: starting to meld in with the fake world. <laughs> right,
0: right. <laughs> you don't want to sit by. You
2: want to be able to make calls like you did before Matt and Danny came.
0: <sighs> um. uh, Ed Asner is reading off her resume. She's turned every station around that she's been a part of, Jordan Belfort. And there's uh, a lot
2: of parts in this episode where it's like, hey, audience, this is who this person is. Yeah, he
0: literally says at a dinner party in her honor, here's your resume. I'm reading your resume right now. Yeah. And she, so this
2: is. At one point, uh, he says, actress in Something's Gotta Give, which is weird.
0: Yeah. And then she says, weren't you in that eat out scene in Saving Silverman? Yeah. And then he says, Didn't Nathan get his gnome driven out? She's like,
2: Butch. And he's like, Same person. <laughs> right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. And scene. Um,. And, oh, this is her first day on the job. So she has to deal with this new, uh, th- the new craziness that's going on. Everybody's yeah. cell phones. This is this is a viral moment for the show. Mm-hmm. And they sort of show her as the cool person. She yeah. makes a couple, they go in, Three, Six Mafia is the performer of the night for uh, on Studio 60. Mm-hmm. Host is? Felicity Huffman. Felicity Huffman. They go into her. Uh, they're like, whose office is this? We need to use the office real quick for a discussion. It's 3 Six Mafias. There's a weed smoke in there. Weed There's a bong. He goes, and Jack Weber says, Steve, Steve <laughs> uh, the Weber Grill, what's yeah. his name? The guy from George Wings. George Foreman. George Foreman. <laughs> <laughs> George Foreman, the guy from Wings says, guys, get out the bong, get out the loose joints. And she goes, I'll take a couple of loose joints. She's cool, man. So you're like, She can hang. She ain't your average. She's a chick who can hang. She's a chick who can hang. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Which is very different from her role in Saving Silverman, where she is just... uh, She's a chick that hangs people. Yes. Very hard-nosed. Yep. Republican. And... (laughs) um yeah but she's cool and, she, and you see through this episode she's trying to make the show respectable again she believes in what Wes said on the air
2: oh by the way before we go on I just want to break some news uh supreme court just ruled five four that gay marriage is legal in all in the entire country so if you haven't I just want to this is very rare that we get an opportunity to break news yes on it's that episode but uh gay marriage Supreme court has ruled that gay marriage is legal in all 50 states.
0: Yeah. So if you want to take your time to pause the podcast and look up the, uh, it's probably trending right now. Yeah. People are probably just starting to talk about it right now.
2: Yeah. So, uh, that's amazing. Um, it's
0: amazing. It's groundbreaking. And the fact that we get to be the first, we, that we get to break I mean, that. That's actually, that we get to break that news. That's honestly, it is an honor to be able well, to you're,
2: you're, you are a broadcaster. Thank you. In, in the end, you are a Thank broadcaster. You.
0: Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Uh, so yeah. And, um, just enjoy that news, and once you get once done, you get
2: gay married or whatever, come back come on. Come back and listen to listen the show.
0: Yeah. And you're gonna hashtag us. Not 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 as good
2: as the not 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 fourth one, third one, right? <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> and um, what were we talking about?
2: <laughs> well, Jordan
0: Belford. Oh yeah, yeah. She's 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 cool, and she believes in what Wes has to say. She wants to turn the ship around, and what's the only way to do that?
2: You need Matt and Danny.
0: The return. You
2: need the return. The return. You need Matt and Danny. And
0: she sort of got them over a barrel here. Because yeah, because in a certain way. Because
2: Danny tested positive for cocaine. And because of these like rules that I guess exist, he can't right he can't direct a movie for 18 I, I months i wonder or if that's a real uh, that has to be a real thing i it's think it's, like, i think it's real cuz you know like aaron sorkin was a druggy and he must know that yeah so. he
0: i think he got caught with cocaine at one point or something yeah, i think
2: like, like in an airport or yeah
0: yeah yeah we don't need to tread <laughs> on we
2: listen. wrote like the west wing high like he wrote like a se- like seasons of the west wing high how else like by himself on coke
0: and be, let's be honest every tv show that's ever been written the writers have been high on weed high on cocaine high on angel dust High on heroin, high on something. It's part of the creative process.
1: And
2: on the show Californication, everyone was fucking. Woo!
0: Or should I say, who? I shouldn't?
2: You can say whatever you want.
0: It's my show. It's
2: your cast, man.
0: It's my podcast. And listen, also, this is just a quick announcement. This is this episode, but next episode, President Barack Obama is going to be on talking about his ep- favorite episode of Californication. Cation. <laughs> <laughs> Which yeah. is, he's we're watching, it's a two-parter. It's Californication and uh, Nurse Betty. <laughs> <laughs> I, think,
2: I think it's uh, the episode where David Duchovny uh, fucks a light pole. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, I think yeah.
0: that could be right. Yeah. I think that is the one.
2: Yeah, he like sucks off a light pole.
0: Is I the name what? of that episode light pole fucker? Uh, yeah, it's light. Yeah, it's, I think that's the it. one, yeah. That's, that's cool. Baby. He's so cool. He's so cool. Yeah. We are talking about Barack Obama, right? Not Californication. Johnny California.
2: Uh, breaking news. Uh, John F. Kennedy has been assassinated. Um, yeah, it's in Dealey with, Plaza. Uh,
0: great. Um, let's
2: cut this part out. It was I didn't like it. I don't like right. the John. F. Kennedy. I
0: promise, no matter what, no matter what, and you can hashtag not. Oh, uh, that not, means not you're not going to cut it
2: out. Nope. That means you're not going to cut it out. Um, anyway, let's. You know, we don't need to dissect the entire episode. Like, do you have any like overarching questions that still for happening? Matt Albee? For Matt? No, I mean just like that about about this show.
0: I mean. I think, I mean, I, we've talked about it before. It is, like, this is the show that is made for comedians to like. Like, this was, right? Like, if this was good, this would have been... I don't know if that's true. You don't think that if this was good, every comedian ever would, like, love this show?
2: I guess you, so. I mean, it's just so hard, hard for me to think that, like, it would be... Like,
0: people, like, do people in government like West Wing? Yes. So uh, so so, if this was a great show about comedy writing and acting, yeah,
2: I think if it nailed, if it got it right, a lot of people, a lot of people in comedy would have really liked it. Yes.
0: Now you're a real writer on a real show that is in the same floor. You said it. You paused. We were talking, and you got wistful eyed. You, I got, I, I got yeah, I got so I got teary eyed. You got teary eyed. You wiped away a little tear. Yeah, and you said, "I work in the same goddamn building." But in a pot, like, I work in the same goddamn building. As the show that this is based off on the same floor, you said it's honor and privilege. Now, wh- what's the most, what's the most, what's the most Studio 60? I mean, what's it like in the, the shit that's got to be Studio 60 every day? I mean, there's a
2: hierarchy. Sometimes you got to bite your lip. That's right. I mean, I'm basically the only reason I took the job at late night was so I could maybe potentially write some more fan fiction for Studio 60.
0: So you could pay off, like, so that could. That could fund your habit. Yeah. That's basically I mean, like what it is. Studio
2: 60 is my drug. It's my H. It's, it's your H. It's your angel <laughs> dust. Yeah. Who
0: are you if you're a Studio 60 member and who am I?
2: Well, I'm Matt Albee.
0: You're obviously Matt Albee.
2: You are... Don't
0: say I'm Ron or what are the guys you are right here, Ron.
2: I think you're that. I think you're that guy who's on the Big Bang Theory that does a good Tom Cruise impersonation.
0: <laughs> so I'm really bad on the show. <laughs> Simon.
2: No, not... Uh, Simon Hell Simon Hel-
0: Hel- 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 a- Hellraiser. Yeah,
2: Simon Hellraiser. Yeah, you got it right.
0: Simon Johnny Hellraiser.
2: The thing that, like, I, and I, I know we've talked about this in the last couple, last time we did this. It always kind of stresses me out, like, why this show isn't good. Because there are times when it's trying to be, like, when California love kicks in. Oh, my God. It's, it's so awful. lame. When, and it's it, like
0: the, when it, it's also in this episode, which they do in West Wing and this and Sportsnet, I think they have the sort of the title cards that introduce the first like the big moments of the show. And when California occasion s- starts, it says the big, big three. three. And, and it's like
2: somebody had to watch it and be like, that's lame. Don't do that. Yeah. Why wasn't anybody saying that? I, I don't know. Well, that. no,
0: it, I, this is my assumption is Aaron Sorkin created West Wing, which is one of the most respected Aaron thought
2: that was cool? I, I, yes. That's so weird. To, I don't, I guess you're right. Right? I mean, yeah. uh, either,
0: listen, I think that could be possible. He might have been a little bit out of touch. That bothers me. But it, I don't, it, I don't like, know. It, maybe maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong.
2: It, no, I mean, sure. Actually, I'm sure you're right. But it just sort of like makes me feel it like twinges. I don't know if that's the right word or that is a word. Twinges. Tw- twinges me. And like, oh, I, I don't want to think that. I, I always want to think that people who are good, and are with it will always be good in with it Mm -hmm. and they'll know when they're not with it and they'll figure out how to be with it. I always like want to think that because I, I absolutely put myself in that position where I don't want to ever be putting out a product that I think is really cool and everyone else is like, this is lame. Like, Don't you, can't you tell it's lame because if you can't tell it's lame, you cannot tell it's lame. But like, here's there's the, nothing like, that's going to click in your brain. But, when, that's but like, I feel, ah, it's
0: pretty lame. But I feel like with music, you don't know anymore. Like I feel like music is a thing.
2: But I w- just that touch. I mean, it, there's a lot there's other things in here that are are lame, you know? Right. There are, and that that come off lamer in this context because everything looks so slick. Right. So when something feels lame, but everything looks so slick, it makes it it makes the lame thing feel even lamer. Because everyone's trying to, everyone's being very cool. So if everyone's so cool, but then they're lame, it's just like ugh. It's just bad news. It's bad. It's bad news. Yeah. Um,
0: I feel like we should talk about the sketches within the sketches too. The sketch within the show, Peripheral Vision Man. Right. Just gonna be like it's a classic Ricky and Ron. It's a classic Ricky and Ron. This is the first mention of Crazy Christians.
2: I also like the when they was like (laughs) they're just gonna keep on writing that till it's funny. I those like side remarks about like.
0: Ugh. here's one thing that I noticed about the show, which I said out loud is that Jordan Belfort yeah. has some of the only lines in the show that are funny, that are funny. Yeah. That could be construed. Like if somebody, you were in a room with somebody in real life that said it, you'd probably laugh in that context yeah. and nothing else at no moment. Does any of the people who are supposed to be the star of a comedy show say anything humorous?
2: And in fact, the one thing that, Oh, right. It's like that, that's sort of weird simile like that person trying to do this would be like, if I tried to play the oboe and like people laugh at that and it's yeah. like,
0: that wasn't funny. That was stupid. Yeah. Nick Cordry said that and, sh- and they, they make it like they have, um, Harriet Hayes, laugh Harriet Hayes was laughing like, yeah. yeah. You're like, Oh, stop it. That would make me really uncomfortable. You weren't funny there. You weren't funny. And Why did you say that? And why did he, yeah, why, <laughs> why did you say that?
2: But that's the thing. It's also like, yeah, I mean, I guess they have to be trying to be funny. I ugh,
0: I don't know. Hmm. We learned uh, at the beginning they mentioned that uh, the announcer, uh, do you know the announcer's name? Herb Sheldon. Herb Sheldon was uh, still announcing the show after all these years. Of course, in real life, the real... I tweeted that he died. You tweeted that Don Pardo died or that... No, I tweeted that Herb Sheldon died. <laughs>
2: but also that, well, Don <laughs> when, Pardo
0: also died. When Don Pardo died. When Don Pardo... So that means... And in the world of Studio 60, Don Pardo is, lives. So that means that Herb Shelton died the same day as Don Pardo. Yes, absolutely. Which is, I think, probably would be. That's like um, in the movie The Notebook, how they die the same night. Mm-hmm. Don Pardo and Herb Shelton. They
2: died. They like. Ar- they died arm, arm in arm, arm. arm hugging. Uh, but Herb was suffering from severe Alzheimer's. Oh. severe. Wow. Well, yeah.
0: And Don Pardo would go to Her Herb's uh bedside. Bedside every night. And occasionally
2: Herb would snap out of it and recognize Don, which would make it all the more sadder when his Alzheimer's kicked back in.
0: But then when they died together arm in arm, it was just sort of I don't know how to say this, but
2: Maybe that's kind of corny,
0: up. but like throw up. One of the mo- biggest things that ever made me want to throw up. I threw,
2: I, I threw up.
0: <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. That was beautiful. Yeah. And um seeing them like that and thinking about my life and you know just crying being like i hope throwing up yeah
2: yeah um so they take over the show they live there now
0: they live there now that's the that's the end of the show that's the end of the episode is it's it's danny it's um ronnie (laughs) it's it's uh did you
2: get a little drunk no you had two beers danny
0: matt i didn't have two beers i had one beer
2: oh you had one I thought, I thought like you may have gotten a little loopy, a little drunk.
0: Oh, no, 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 no. Okay. I'm just, I'm. You're in a relaxed vibe. I'm in a relaxed vibe. My throat hurts. <laughs> <laughs> um, Danny and Matt, they're home. Yeah. Ronnie's home. <laughs> and that's where the episode ends. And they're saying, this is
2: where we live. Yeah. It's a great. St- structurally. 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 it's. A, I think it's great. I think structurally it's a great pilot. Um, it doesn't, it does. It's a lot better than a lot of other pilots. Pilots are pretty tough. Oh Stru- yeah. yeah. Structurally, no, it does a really a, great yeah.
0: job of introducing all the elements, all the characters, the different dynamics that you're going to see yeah. throughout the thing, the diff- all the problems it is really, I mean, it is again, structurally a really good show. The only things that make it bad are any like comedy, like anything that involves yeah. the integrity of an actual TV show. That or
2: when make. somebody's trying to act, or when somebody's trying to act funny in a cool way, right? Yes, that's when it it feels a little hokey and corny.
0: Here's a real question: Is there any precedent? I mean, I, I don't know if we'll know this, but like, wouldn't it be if that somebody came back after making the uh, not the WGA awards? I mean, obviously they're respected. It's not like the average person knows about it though, right? But if somebody won a WGA award for the best original screenplay mm-hmm. and then they went back to a television job like right afterwards, that would be. Sort of like, not look, it wouldn't be looked down upon uh, uh, by any means, but it would be like for his career, sort of a step backwards. And that shows the friendship between Matt and Danny. It shows the
2: friendship, but it shows the power of Studio 60. Like, I don't think Matt would have gone back to write for um, another NBS show, uh, sort of. Uh, math nerds. Like, I don't think Matt would have wanted to take over that MBS show. Is that a real MBS? No, I not oh, I was like, <laughs> that sounds like it is. Uh, but Studio 60 has history. It has that cool cachet. They get to be the arbiters of what is cool in America. And that is very intoxicating. Very intoxicating.
0: It's just, oh God, to be a part of that show.
2: I mean, it's, you'd be, it's like a family. It's not just people putting the show together, going to work. It's like a family. And it's like a
0: family that's a strict hierarchy.
2: It's like a family that's strict <laughs> hierarchy. And you can't go against that hierarchy. And you you get yelled at.
0: You get yelled <laughs> yeah. at. And if you're a young member of the show and you say something, that actually is a great moment. Like uh, Dylan Radington is um <laughs> it, it, Killington is drunk at the party. Mm-hmm. And then this is how we. I think this is the first mention of Harriet being Christian. Correct?
2: Uh yes. He yes.
0: says you're Christian. You pr- or no? He says you pray before every show. What happened this time? You mess like yeah, you, you why mess, didn't yeah. you, you mess up your prayer or something? Yeah, that's like the most insulting thing.
2: That was taken directly from a conversation that happened between uh, Anna Gasteyer and Phil Hartman. God damn, <laughs>
0: man. Yeah. I would love to see that. Yeah. That happened I, oh, I'm gonna make a really dark joke, but I wasn't I won't, won't say it. That's
2: okay. I don't care.
0: Oh no, it was gonna be about Phil the last night of Phil Hartman's life, but that's just really would be sad.
2: Hartman's dead. Fartman's
0: dead? Fartman's dead?
2: <laughs> Fartman's dead?
0: <laughs> oh, well, who knew? Are you glad we're doing this podcast? Yes. Um what are your lasting we've talked about this before, well, I but the key,
2: I don't, I had to keep something in the tank for year four.
0: So. <laughs> <laughs> what are your lasting? Um, just what keeps you going with this show? Why do you, what, what's that thing that just keeps bringing you back to the show?
2: Um, <clears throat> I mean, we have to talk about a complete obsession with Saturday night live mm-hmm. and how that's sort of built into this program. And, what do you say
0: for Saturday, not to interrupt you? But many people in comedy, Saturday Night Live is the. I mean, of course, it's the pinnacle.
2: I think it's the pinnacle of show business comedy writing. Mm-hmm. You know, I I think that it's like if you want to be in show business and you or you're a comedy writer because I was I was actually like thinking about this a little bit. Not to so I was at the Onion before late night head writer. Thank you, Craig, and. The Onion, I think, I think The Onion is consistently the funniest. Oh, the best. I, and I still, I haven't been there for two years or whatever. And Will Tracy and I, who was the editor when I was the head writer, now he works at John Oliver, uh, we, we send each other links constantly. And because it is still funny.
0: Yeah, it's great. It
2: still does exactly what it should do. And It's great the only like kind of drawback is if you're a writer there and you do want to be in show business, uh, it's not really show business, but it is like one of the greatest long form art projects in the history of American humor. Like it's like, it's so good. And it's, oh man, I, and like the, the core mission statement of the onion is, has always been followed by the people who work there because they love it so much and there's just so little impeding it because it's the writer's room and they run the show. There's no, there's none of this other stuff like in studio 60. None of that exists at the end. It's like writers and the, like uh, the editor in chief makes a call and that's it and it's done. That's it. The business for, to their credit stays completely out of it. And I don't know, like, for sh- but then if you want to, in show business comedy, if you want to be in show business with like TV cameras and the stars and all that kind of stuff and it's very intoxicating, yeah, I would say Saturday Night Live is is like the pinnacle of that.
0: Yeah, people look to it. As, yeah. And it's just the, it's common language. Like everybody, you yeah. know, it's like you work on SNL, you, people know that. You yeah, know yeah. What I mean? like, totally. Um, and if people worked on Studio 60, it would be the same thing.
2: Yeah, and uh, probably better. <laughs> probably well, better.
0: You heard it here first. I
2: think Studio 60, I think Studio 60 is overall a better sketch comedy show than Saturday Night Live. Um, I think their news 60 segment consistently and I'm sorry, Seth Myers, their New 60 segment com- consistently has better jokes.: Wow, and that man is your boss. He's my boss, but he knows.
0: I think he, he knows. maybe be the... I don't know him, but he might be the first to admit it.
2: Uh, he, I mean, he he's, he talks about it constantly. He's okay. like, boy, I wish... was like standing in the I shadow. Wish, I wish our stuff could be as good as New 60.
0: Uh, so you're <laughs> obsessed with... That's one of the things that keeps you yeah, on the totally. show. Yeah, totally.
2: I mean, it's also... It also, like, kicks in, you know, hits in, hits on that nostalgia you have. Because you do watch Starting Night Live when you're in your high. and You do watch it in high school. And suddenly there's this show that sort of, like, kind of lifts the veil on yeah. this place that is crazy, you know it's cool, and it's it could have been cool like kind of see that in practice, but you know it it would definitely be in a dramatization and it wouldn't have been accurate, but I don't know it it was intoxicating, you know I think I've said intoxicating like four times you're intoxicated thank you
0: um do you have or what other and are there any other shows that you put in the same category for people if you could like that mean this much to you that you could see yourself creating? putting way too much time of your life into as studio 60, uh, besides for saving Silverman, that's a movie,
2: uh, dream on, the dream, Brian on. Ben Ben show on the HBO. It, <laughs> it's like their first, their first original. Um, no, I don't see that happening.
1: <laughs> I don't
2: see, I don't see me getting just, as invested in the show as I am in this show. And I don't even really, I mean, I love this show, but I don't like, like this show. I mean, you know, Mad Men is certainly a much better television program. But I I'm haven't not, talked not... about Mad
0: Men. People probably wanted to know my take on Mad Men because
2: everyone wants to know.
0: Great last scene. You liked it. I liked it too. Great last scene. I liked it too. At first, I didn't. Oh my god! I and turned then, to immediately tomorrow. I was like, "That was um, that was genius."
2: At first, I didn't, and then I was like, as I slept on, I was like, "Oh, that, that was very good."
0: Um, it was great. Yeah, the show. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Show just okay. <laughs> the
2: ending was great. The show sucked. The show the sucked. The show was the terrible. I hated every episode. The ending was fantastic. The
0: ending, ending, fantastic. <laughs> ending. Fantastic. If I could fantastic. recommend
2: anything in Mad Men, it'd be the last three seconds. It was. And so you good. don't
0: need the rest for context. When we meet next year, what episode are you going to watch of uh, Studio Six? That's a fantastic question. I keep in mind th- there are two parters, and we'll have to do that separated
2: oh we will <laughs> oh that's a bummer because i mean i guess i would definitely do the two-parter from prompt nevada prompt nevada yeah i think that's like the next one that we can make fun of it pretty good um <laughs> uh john goodman's in it in a, in a star turn um and there's a lot of like stupid patriotic bullshit in oh yeah it that's really. oh dumb. my god that's the uh, so corny.
0: uh um what, what's nate cordry's character's name
2: uh Tom Jeter, Tom Jeter, his brother, his brother's in and, Afghanistan. Oh my and, God. Yeah. So I would, I would probably do that. I guess if I had to do two parts and we'd wait, <laughs> that's kind of funny if we do it, that's absolutely how we should do it. Yeah, we should we do, do it. We do one, we do one part and then like till next year, guys, cause <laughs> well, let's like see the normal ends. viewing public had to sit on the edge of its seat for a week, but we, at it's that episode and now I'm involved in this. Yeah, not you're the it. co-host. <laughs> Here, it's that episode. We make you wait a year.
0: What questions do you have for me? I haven't done the show in 10 months. That's the, a great... The audience, you're, I mean, you're now speaking for the audience. Yeah. I've never done anything like this before. This show isn't about me. Right. I don't I don't care about me. I don't want me to be a part of this. I want to be a vessel for the audience. You know what I mean? Have
2: you ever, and this may have been asked before, have you ever thought about what episode of television you would pick?
0: Well, I did on, my, on the 100th episode. I did pick one episode.
2: You did. I'm sorry. That...
0: That's okay. What w-
2: and my question was was what would be the second one? <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's a great question. <laughs> yeah. My first one was of course episode 100 I got we play I played a drinking game with Gabrus uh-huh. and we watched um the series finale of Quantum Leap.
2: Cool. Very
0: cool. Um you don't think that's cool. No, I do. And my second choice that's really hard. I I don't know. It would have to be something that left a mark on me as a kid. That was an episode of TV that just confused me as a kid, as a fan of the show. But so to do something similar would probably be um, the series finale of ALF. No, I don't know. I don't know what it
2: would be. Um, that was a terrible answer. You're not good at answering questions. Um, who is a guest that you, like that one that you don't, that wouldn't be a stretch for you to get? Mm.
0: Stretch Armstrong.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: God, I just gave up. Those four slices of pizza are really are really. Who is
2: a guest that you would like to have that you could conceivably have on this show? Um, Not Brock. Like, who's like someone that maybe you can make a phone call to someone who can make a phone call to someone else who can maybe get. I would. You certainly know. You certainly know very like famous people, and you've worked for very famous people. I know
0: very famous people. You do. I work for very famous people. You do. Um. It would have to be... Man, that's a great question. I mean, just for the um, consistency of it, I'd probably want to get Scott Bakula. Cool. And know who else I want. Who Know my, my goal. This is slightly different. I would love to watch um, an episode of uh, Sopranos with um, Lorraine Bracco.
2: I'd like to watch one with James Gandolfini.
0: Um, hey, is that off microphone for a sec?
2: Yeah is alive. So you'd like to watch one. With- <laughs>
0: Lorraine Brock. <laughs> yeah. That would be, I would love would to weird. meet I don't know if you know the Melfi selfie phenomenon that I did because you're not on social media, but right. um, I did a very important, um,
2: I think she would do it. She'd be great. She'd probably get
0: it. I'm hoping to meet her in the next five years. And if I do, I'm going to, I will definitely do a bonus episode. with I
2: her. I have another question. Mm-hmm. How much do you think your improv background helps you when you host these shows?
0: Listen. Everything I do I yes end, and life is an improv scene.
2: I kind of did improv for the first time at DCM.:
0: You didn't I, a do a monologue. analog. you did improv I
2: actually kind of like stepped in. and let me tell you something. I hated it. You do, you'd do great at it. Uh, that's not true. Like I, I know I have so so much respect for the people who are like who have that muscle who know like i love cuz i love that i i i know that feeling of being like totally connected with what someone is right. doing i know that feeling not in an improv way but like you know in a writing way or kind of like when you're performing a sketch yeah, sure. with someone and you can tell you like you get it you're you know, in the zone you're in yeah. the zone like i i love that feeling and i think i would probably even love it more if i could do it with improv because you know it's obviously not scripted and like to get there, I know how much work it would take. I know it. I, and I know I'm not above it. I'm not above it. Like, and when I watch it and it's good, I'm like, Jesus, cause I, we did, you know, we do improv for our, our show and like Peter Gross.
0: For, this, uh, for the Seth Meyers for Seth, uh, yeah, writers. Show.
2: Right. We do. And I'll usually do like monologues or whatever. And when I watch it, I don't really like doing monologues that much. I really, when I watch the improv, I'm like, oh, I want to be up there. I think there's, and they're, it's so funny. And like, so what inspired you to step in? Did you? I did, was. Did ta- I was. I like wanted to do it. Like I. I. I, I like. I was. I wanted to do it, and like I thought, like, oh, we only have like, fifteen minutes left, and I was like, I'll get. I, you know, I. I want to do it. That's and awesome. I, I also like performing. I like attention. Yeah, sure. But um. But I really like doing things well. <laughs> <laughs> like I. I really want to be the. I won't say the best, but I like to be the best. No, I, I. I want to do a good job and also they're like Connor O'Malley is such an amazing, uh, improviser and Peter Gross and, and John Lutz, Peter Gross wasn't at the DCM show the other night, but John Lutz was there and John is so good. Oh, probably one of the best improvisers alive. The way it just like flows off him so easy. It's great. And the way Pete like makes such brilliant choices effortlessly is amazing and it would take me tons like the work that they put into it and the amount of respect they have for it like the enterprise of improv and everything that goes into that of like letting go and like i love that shit i like and i was i was like thinking like oh maybe i should take improv classes and maybe maybe i will and then like you know i it was sold out, and I couldn't do
0: it. <laughs> oh my god, they sell out in a second. <laughs> they
2: sell out in a second, but um, and sometimes I wonder, like, when, even when we are talking, and I'm sort of like, you know, we're riffing a little bit. We're riffing, we're like, ah, can I've done that? I have, like a lot a better improv background.
0: Do I think i got to do that better? I don't know. Oh man, you'd be first of all, you'd be great at this improv. This is why
2: I brought this up. I want the compliment.
0: Listen, first of all, you'd be bad at improv. I would. Second of all, we got great riffs going.
2: We got great riffs. But I would be hell. If I started taking improv and I wanted to be good at it, I would be fucking insane. I would not want I would to throw be in a the, chair. Cla- the
0: class with you. I
2: would throw chairs constantly.
0: That'd be amazing. Yeah. You know why it would be hard because when you're not when I say you, I mean me, when I'm in an improv scene and I think about it later and it was a bad scene and I'm like, "Oh man, that felt bad. It's really bad." And you wouldn't like that. No, I wouldn't. Yeah, it, it would, I wouldn't like that at all. Yeah, it, like there are only certain I mean not anymore. Like, I don't really think about shows that much afterwards, you know what I mean? Right. But when you think about like a bad thing, you're like, oh boy, that really blew. Yeah, it stings it, a little bit.
2: And it it sucks being on stage when you know the script and it's not going well. Imagine being on stage not knowing the script and it going horribly. Oh boy. And then you oh, say boy. and then you'd make some weird reference that you hope gets a laugh.
0: God, that actually is the most annoying thing I think in improv shows ever is um when a reference gets like a huge response, I once uh, on another tangent, but once in the improv scene within the last probably like two years, it was as part of the scene. I mentioned echo the dolphin from Genesis. Sure. It got the biggest laugh of the night. (laughs) And I literally said like in the scene after that, I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. (laughs) I was so upset. I was so mad. And, like, I love making references. Like, yeah, yeah, I, lo- yeah. I love it. Like, it, it's probably a bad thing about how much, like, I make references to stupid yeah, yeah. things, but it getting that much of a response. Like, I'd rather a reference get zero response and me keep on referencing it as a fuck you yeah. than getting a, a great response for a reference.
2: Well, you, like, it was very specific. And at that point, it hit the right chord. Yeah. People, but yeah. That,
0: it infuriated me. Yeah. That, no, that, I get it. it it's just, echo- I mean, but listen, great game.
2: Great game. As good as the Aladdin game?
0: Uh, As good as Toe Jam and Earl.
2: Toe Jam and Earl is such a weird video game.
0: I don't think I've ever played it, but it was on the back of Genesis when you bought it. I
2: rented it many times.
0: I rented uh, Kid Chameleon.
2: Don't remember that game. Yeah. What about Altered Beast?
0: Didn't have it. Hmm.
2: Well, that's what we should end on. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Well,
0: I thank you so much for coming on to talk about Altered Beast.
2: Thank you for having me.
0: Um is there anything that you'd like to say or promote or uh, a, a current show that you want to mention or anything you want yeah, to say to like, this audience? Yeah,
2: uh, like tune in to NBC at 1235 to watch Late Night with Seth Meyers. Uh, we're on four nights a week. Uh, and you for- write uh, the Seth Meyers character. I We write for the Seth Meyers character. And we think we're taking him on a pretty good journey this season.
0: Anything, anything, any storylines from the show that you want to get people excited about?
2: Yeah yeah like the suicide uh seth Myers commits suicide is going to be pretty i think he com-
0: commits it or he, he uh attempts it. wow commits so it so that's a spoiler
2: that is a big spoiler okay um seth uh, you heard it here first seth Myers kills himself on an <laughs> <this is a laughs> <with>
0: <laughs> and you'll have to just keep watching to find out which one because you want to see it live uh you know, it's
2: a shotgun and it's pretty messy oh my
0: god so it's you've not, already so you've already
2: filmed it it's not in the yeah seth Myers is dead oh my god breaking news Seth
0: Meyers is dead is that why Jimmy Fallon didn't do the show because of his hand
2: look I'm not making any comment about Jimmy Fallon that's not I'm not making any comment about Jimmy Fallon I don't know whoa okay that'd be a PR nightmare for me okay yeah
0: okay well I thank you so much Seth thanks for having me I'll see you I won't talk into you I won't talk to you at all for a year yeah and then I will talk to you on this microphone again that's great and we'll be it's watching only,
2: this is the only consistent thing in my life.
0: <laughs> and you have a day job that you go to.
2: I do. This but this is what anchors me. This is
0: what anchors yeah. you and we're gonna do you wanna call right now what episode you want to watch?
2: I think it'll be the, the first P'rumph? the fr- part one of the perimp Nevada. What's what's that? Nevada day part one. So if you
0: want it, guys wanna watch that now and then uh we'll bone be, up. You bone <laughs> up and, and watch it in the year just to get refreshed again. See you in twenty sixteen. See you in twenty sixteen. Thanks so much, Seth.
2: Bye. We'll be the very model of a modern network TV show Each time that we walk into this August and famous studio We're starting out from scratch after a run of 20 years And so we hope that you don't mind that our producer was not doing well We hope that you don't mind that their producer was not doing well We hope that you don't mind that their producer was not doing well. we
0: Thank you so much to Seth Reese for stopping by and for um, getting in touch and wanting to record another episode of the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Um, Will there be other episodes in the future? Of course there may or may not. Who knows? But, um, you know, you can follow on Twitter at Craig Rowan and I'll, I'll of course, post if there's an update. And... um, yeah i mean keep watching tv i guess that's the lesson here is never give up your dreams and in all of your free time don't build relationships just watch more television i think that's the lesson from this whole podcast as a whole and of course uh again july 12th at 12 15 a.m or whatever. That's Sunday night at 12.15 a.m. I guess it's maybe is it officially the 13th when it airs? Am I getting you confused? Watch Your Pretty Face is Going to Hell Season 2. There are 12 new episodes and you can get the DVD online. You can, you know how to figure that out. Thank you so much everybody for listening. Have a great night and an early mañana. Adios. amigo.